Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, your host of Ask a Coach, the Windermere podcast. In this podcast, we'll tackle some of your toughest real estate questions. Each episode will provide you with detailed answers and proven solutions to some of the biggest challenges facing realtors today. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Michael Fanning here, your host of the Windermere Ask a Coach podcast. And today, I thought we would dive in and talk about four simple habits that can help us in whether we're trying to um, help other individuals, whether we're trying to create a better uh, connection we have with our significant others and our kids, uh, how we're trying to interact better with our clients specifically and create higher levels of client service and actually have people who refer us or who have people who want to be around us. Um, I know that um, I always have said this and I say it quite often when I do my talks, <clears throat> you know, my father, I was lucky to have some pretty amazing parents. And my dad said to me, hey, son, you know, when you walk out of a room, one or two things can be said about you and they can either say, I can't wait to see you again, or I'm so glad that you're gone and uh, you're in control of that. And so these four habits that I want to talk about are pretty, are pretty basic. They're easy to do, but they're also really easy not to do. And I'm going to reference a couple books in this podcast. One is called uh, Emotional Intelligence, and the other one is called Unreasonable Hospitality. And so I'll reference those as we go through this. The first thing I want to just throw out there, uh, I love this. This is uh, Maya Angelou, and I'm just going to give you this quote. And the quote says, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I think in order for you to make people feel great, the first thing you have to have is just emotional awareness of yourself and how you're choosing to show up. Um, so when we think about uh, these simple habits that I want to walk you through, I want to I want to kind of touch on each one of these in detail, and then I'll give you some ideas around them. But I want you to ask yourself, how do you have impact that lasts? Right. So what I mean by that is when you are engaged in a, a social setting or you're engaged with uh, your family or significant others, um, what impact do you have? Because whether it's positive impact or negative impact, it's going to last. And we don't want negative impact lasting. That, that doesn't help any of us, but we want positive impact. So the first principle in having, uh, having this happen, if we think about this, is having intention. So this means clarifying what you want to accomplish or experience in any given situation. And think about that. How many of us are conscious in any given situation? I'm getting ready to go into a meeting. Have I set intention for what I want to come out of that meeting? I'm getting ready to engage with my significant other. Have I set intention for how I want to be perceived? I'm getting ready to see my kids. Do I have intention on how I want that to happen? And before starting an activity or entering into a conversation, take a moment and get very clear on your desired outcome. But you know, most people don't do this. They just, they live in a reactionary mode. Setting a clear intention focuses your mind on energy. It allows you to be more what we call purposeful with your limited time and attention, right? Because maybe we don't have a lot of time there. Maybe we're trying to make a first impression and having intention creates a lens through which you can view situations and make better choices. Um, intention provides direction and meaningful focus amidst the chaos of life. Think about that. Think about how chaotic life can be in many situations. And if we have intention and we have clarity, it really helps our brain to be aware of our emotions, aware of our actions, and aware of how we show up. 
So it starts with intention. So that's the first one. So um, I would ask you this. How many of you have a daily routine, right? A daily routine that matters. And think about this. Here's some key benefits to having just consistent daily routines uh, that allow you to have what we call intention. It creates structure and discipline. So when I have a routine, it provides a framework for my day, helps me stay focused on productivity, and reduces decision fatigue by planning out your task and your schedule. This gives you intention. So if I sit down on a Sunday and I map out my week, that's that's intention. That's being intentional about what I want to do. It's also habit forming. Uh, so if you follow the same routine daily, it reinforces positive habits and behaviors. Uh, after a few weeks of consistency, the routine becomes automatic and easier to stick to. You know, if I'm doing something on a regular basis, right, it, it, it puts me into a different place. And so I want you to remember that. Uh, it also reduces stress. When you know what your day looks like and what to expect, you're less likely to feel stressed and overwhelmed, right? It's easy. Uh, and a routine can provide a sense of what we call control and order amidst the chaos in life as well. When I have a set routine, it allows me to have more control over my day, control over my thoughts and where I want to go. Uh, I can maximize my time usage. This is a big one. How many of you are masters of your time every single day? Uh, a routine ensures you're spending your time deliberately on important tasks, you know, rather than wasting hours, distracted, uncertain about what I'm going to do, right? It helps me avoid procrastination and prior prioritizes my day effectively. That's a big one. It also improves sleep. You know, when I'm less stressful, when I'm coming from a place of being intentional, uh, having a set wake up time and a set bedtime, uh, it aligns with your body's, uh, you know, circadian rhythms, and uh, I get regular sleep cycles. This promotes better sleep quality and also better health. There's been a lot of studies around that. The other thing it does is it boosts our motivation. You know, sometimes you ever feel like you're just not feeling it. You're not motivated. Um, you know, checking items off your to-do list and making progress on goals provides a sense of accomplishment. This also boosts self-confidence and motivation and keeps you moving forward instead of stifling yourself or just not moving forward at all. So the key is starting small and maintaining consistency. So my challenge to all of you is how many of you uh, have set a daily routine and that have as a, a morning routine and a bedtime routine and what you're going to do through the day and how many of you have a meeting with yourself every Sunday to sit down and look at that, you know, and the benefits, uh, it benefits your productivity, your health and your overall well-being, uh, you know, and establishing effective routines takes discipline but pays major dividends down the road if we will stick to it and do it. But here's the problem, folks. Most people will quit, right? Most people will quit. So what's number one? Simply this, have intention. How do you have intention? Get a routine, get a planning session for yourself. This is critical. All right, number two. Number two is simply this. How many of you are aware of your energy? This is the second principle in, being, uh, in, in this concept of these tiny habits. So your energy encompasses our mood, it encompasses your attitude, your physical vitality in the moment. And how many of you throughout the day just check in with yourself? How is my energy right now? Is my energy low? Am I anxious? Am I bright? Am I calm? You know, noticing your state without judgment allows you to better understand what circumstances or activities lift you up or drain you. You know, you can identify when I do these things, it drains me. When I do these things, it lifts me up. 
You can then make choices to manage your energy intentionally. Uh, you have the power to shift your own energy through practices like meditation is a good one, exercise, music, spending time in nature, uh, or limiting your exposure to negative news. You know, this is a big one. A lot of people will listen to news all day long. And I want you to think about what state does that put your energy? The more we can cultivate positive, lasting energy, the more you can experience and contribute at a higher level. Uh, so let me, let's talk about some of the key attributes, right, to, uh, to understanding our energy levels. One of the things we know that when we come from a place of optimism and we have a routine where it puts us into what we call a low positive state in the morning, it improves our productivity and focus. The energy you start your day with will last with you for about 14 minutes. Having steady energy levels right throughout the day keeps you focused on productivity. You can take on challenges and tasks and get more done without procrastination. That's a big one. You're also just frankly in a better mood. You're actually vibrating at a higher frequency that creates attraction. When your energy is up, you tend to be in a better mood. Uh, you have more positive interactions with others and can handle stress more easily, right? You're preparing yourself. Uh, you again, increase motivation. Uh, low energy often leads to lack of motivation. Good energy leads to enhanced motivation. Here's the other one that's really amazing. When you have a great mood, you actually make healthier choices. You know, you are where you are today based on the choices that you made yesterday. So having good choices uh, is a big deal. Healthy food, get enough sleep, make active lifestyle choices, making healthy choices furthers to boost your energy over time. So I want you to think about that. It enhances your immune function. This is a big one, right? Adequate energy supports your immune system, health, uh, your health, you know, your overall health, uh, reducing your risk of fatigue related illness. Long-term fatigue takes toll on the immunity system. You know, we know this to be the case. I was just watching a documentary the other day on blue zones. Uh, and they talk a lot about these, these aspects that we're talking about here. Uh, it allows for better mental health, greater resilience, right? Having energy reserves helps you better handle stresses and bounce back from those challenges. Uh, That's a big one. So I want you to think about how many of you on any given day, when you walk into a room or you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed, are you aware of your energy? And are you asking yourself, where is your energy state? And some of the ways to, frankly, to just enhance your energy is like we talked about meditation, uh, going for a walk, uh, just being grateful, just looking around and saying, hey, what am I grateful for? Which leads us to number three. Number three is this, see the positive, right? So this is the third principle or the third habit, if you will, is seeing the positive, even in, even in difficult situations when, when it's even more important. There's always positive to notice if you intentionally shift your perspective. You know, seeking the positive doesn't mean ignoring challenges or being Pollyanna or sticking your head in the sand. It simply means balancing negatives with gratitude. Look for things like uh, natural beauty, laughter, acts of kindness, things that bring you joy, express appreciation for health, friends, work that matters, and personal growth. You know, a positive mindset releases feel-good chemicals that elevate your energy. It also opens doors to new possibilities. Um, I want you to think about this. You can't control everything that happens, but we can control where we place our focus and our perspective. You know, change the way you see things and the things you see change. So what are some key benefits to seeing the positive? If you think about this, again, it reduces stress and anxiety. You know, so many times we catastrophize. I don't know if you know what that is, but that's when uh, the problem hasn't occurred yet, but we're going to worry about it today. Um, and many times, uh, I think Mark Twain said, you know, 75% of the things that he worried about never came to flourishing. 
Um, and when you look for the positive, it increases your optimism. It also enhances your resilience. Looking for the silver lining and challenges enhances your ability to cope and bounce back from adversity. And we're never stuck. We always have options if we can see them. Uh, it strengthens our relationships. Folks, being positive and upbeat makes you more pleasant to be around and improves your personal work relationships. Um, I think it was Tom Bellew uh, in Impact Theory. He said uh, he made a commitment to his wife that uh, whenever he felt like he wanted to criticize her for whatever reason it was, he was going to instead say something that he thought was positive about her um, because he wanted that perspective of optimism. Uh, it also, like we said, it boosts your motivation. A positive perspective energizes you and provides motivation to take action towards goals. Negativity often leads to paralysis, right? When we're negative, we don't want to do anything. It improves our health. Uh, here's the big one that I love about when we see the positive. It enables clear thinking because what you're triggering is your reticular activator in your brain. And when I start seeking things that are positive, being optimistic, my brain starts problem solving in a way where it says, hey, we can figure this out. And when you're calm and positive, you're able to think more clearly, creatively, and it opens the solutions to some of your challenges, possibly. Uh, I, I love this. And increased happiness, focusing on the good, is a key characteristic of happy individuals. You know, uh, you know, happy people don't hate. Uh, and it nurtures joy. Provides great meaning. Seeing the positive, especially in hardships, helps reveal meaning, uh, instill gratitude and fulfillment and creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. This is a big one. We often achieve what we believe we can. Positive leads to greater success. We just know that to be the case. So my question to all of you is, how many of you on any given day, right, when you're feeling a little bit down or feeling a little bit low, do you say, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for the positive things today. And by the way, here's one thing I want you all to know. There always is the ability to have positivity. There's always something good happening. You just gotta look for it. Um, and this is the last one, number four, and this is a big one. Do not make assumptions, never assume, right? Human beings, we are complex. We can never know all, someone's, all of someone's motives. We don't know their background or their inner world. You do not know any of that. Too often what we do is we make snap judgments or projections that are untrue about other people. Instead, what I'd like you to do is come from a place of curiosity. I want you asking others directly about their experiences and don't assume you already know. This is a big challenge. I see this happen a lot in our business with, uh, with real estate agencies. They make assumptions about their clients all the time. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to listen without judgment. I want you to be open to learning new perspectives. Folks, keep in mind, everybody you meet knows something that you don't know. Are you learning that? Be open to learning. It's a big deal. Uh, and then the other one is shed preconceived beliefs that you actually created through your perspective. And here's what happens when you don't assume you exchange, uh, you know, you exchange ignorance uh, for understanding. Uh, when we assume we stay in an ignorant state, when we don't assume and we listen, we understand. And this builds compassion and enables human connection. It's a big one. Uh, so some key benefits, right, to never assuming things about people and situations. It avoids misunderstandings. You know, assumptions often turn out to be wrong and lead to misunderstandings, miscommunication, confusion. Uh, it builds stronger relationships by not assuming you know what others are thinking or feeling. You make more effort to actively listen and understand them. This builds trust and, and respect. Um, it reduces conflict. Many conflicts arise from uh, from incorrect assumptions and jumping to conclusions, folks. In today's day and age, you know, we talk so much and communicate so much digitally in text. 
And text is a horrible form of communication, number one. Number two is when you just see something on a screen, you have about a 7% understanding. And it's very, it's very difficult to have true understanding. And so when we really get deep into a conversation uh, and we listen, right, and we give other person time and possession, it's a big deal. Uh, we can make better decisions uh, based on assumptions instead of complete data often turn out poorly. So when I just have little bits and pieces of the picture, I make poor decisions. Uh, so we need to gather all relevant information leads to wise decisions. Uh, and then we can increase our empathy when we uh, have the ability to not assume. Uh, when you don't assume, uh, you know someone's story. You're more likely to extend empathy, compassion, and give them the benefit of the doubt. You ever heard that? Also enables personal growth. You know, checking your assumptions, challenge your own bias. You know, you're, you're, you, we all have a bias. And open up and, and try to take on other perspectives, right? Uh, you know, I love this. The statement says, hey, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Help me understand that. Uh, it helps you develop patience. Uh, you gain a lot of wisdom and you can earn trust, right? And the, the best thing is you achieve accuracy. You know, assumptions short circuit the pursuit of truth. So withholding assumptions leads to greater accuracy and objectivity in who we're talking to and what we're learning about them. So these are these are some big things. So I just want you to think about those. I want you as as we go through this. So to kind of wrap up this talk today, just to kind of give you an idea, um, here's the four things that I want you to think about uh, in your life today. How many of you have intention every single day? Right? How many of you have a planning session with yourself and you sit down and say, I'm going to be intentional about my day? How many of you are monitoring your energy? Right? How many of you are understanding where your energy is on any given day? How many of you daily seek positives? Look for the optimistic view, change your perspective, and then here, avoid assumptions. Right? Avoid assumptions. And here's what I'll tell you. If you can get good at practicing these, so integrating these, uh, these it takes practice but it expands our awareness. We become the observer of our inner world. We can gain clarity and compassion, and it creates the foundation of intentionally living with, and here's what they are, purpose, living with meaning, and living with authentic connections, right? I want you to try it. Uh, and this, and this, the other book that I want to reference, uh, it, there's Unreasonable Hospitality, uh, and then the other book is Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Travis Bradbury. Uh, he's the award-winning uh, curator of the uh, worldwide best-selling book, Emotional Intelligence, and the co-founder of Talent Smart EQ. But um, these are a couple of books I think that would help you in better understanding how to do this. And I want to end with this quote. And this is Travis Bradbury. This is his quote. And I'll just read it to you. It says, emotional intelligence is your ability to recognize and understand emotions in yourself and others, and your ability to use this awareness to manage your behavior and your relationships. Folks, life is about relationships, right? It's about relationships. And I think that if you can understand these four areas and you can enhance your relationships, it's amazing what you can do. And so just to conclude our podcast for today, you know, I introduced four, uh, you know, four simple principles or habits, have intention, monitor your energy, seek positives and avoid assumptions. And so I would really love for you to try to integrate these into your daily activities and be conscious and aware of what you're doing. And again, it allows you to intentionally create a life of purpose, meaning and authentic connections.
All right, everybody. Hey, hopefully you found this helpful. I'll put the links to those books in the show notes, and I'll put these four topics in there with some of the stuff we talked about. And again, we just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you found this podcast helpful uh, and it gave you some good insight, we would ask that you rate us, give us a rating. That always helps us. Follow us, if you will, on your preferred podcast provider, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify or one of the many. And then also, if you have topics you'd like us to talk about or uh, you have a question for any of us, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, I am Michael Fanning, and my email address is fanning at windermere.com. And again, we like to end these like we always do by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day. just want to thank you for listening to Ask a Coach, the Windermere podcast. If you found our content helpful, please feel free to share it. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.